Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. And before we get to the show, I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And there were so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilt Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. Garfiti Japan! What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fitted Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo. That's right. And as you fine folks know, Got Fitted Japan is about two dudes booze. Japan in the news. That's right. And uh, tell me, what episode is this? Five, two, five. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Actually, no, it's five two five. You're right. Yes, five two five. Episode five hundred and twenty five. Can you believe we're still doing this podcast? Do you know how many fucking podcasts actually stopped doing shows because of the coronavirus? And do you know how many fucking new podcasts started because of the coronavirus? Dude, these numbers are fucking crazy, dude. I think it might have just evened out. Like, I think, like, thousands of podcasts dropped off, and then thousands of podcasts just started up and shit. So, I don't know. It's a weird podcasting world, but, uh, yeah, we're on episode number 525. Not 8675309 because Jenny has not called me, and I have not called Jenny. Although, I do have her phone number. I found it in the bathroom at a truck stop. (laughs) In Kawasaki. Uh, yeah, as far as, far as fucking as far as fucking podcasts are going, man, we're still fucking going strong, man. Hell fucking yeah. three or four times a week, man, still going. Fucking checking them out like monsters. Yeah, dude. Actually, it would be five or six if like uh, all the people that want to be on the show actually follow through. We're supposed to have two fucking interviews this week, but um, yeah, people are busy watching Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> oh shit! Right. Fuck Netflix, man. man. I've seen everything good on Netflix. Now it's all fucking like, what's that called? Fuller House. Dude, 
Fuck that show, Fuller House. When I hear Fuller, you know what Fuller House sounds like to me? It sounds like a transvestite bar, which I'd rather <laughs> fucking go to than fucking watch fucking Fuller House. Oh, why, why would you even want to watch it in the first place? I, I remember like seeing that come up, and I was like, oh, hell no. Oh, God. You know, all those girls were really, really cute when they're kids. They're like these cute, adorable kids. Now they're all old and busted up looking and shit, and they got fucking like... I don't know, man. They, they they look like they've seen some shit in Hollywood, man. It looks like <laughs> they, Hollywood like ate them up and spit them out, dude. And they're just like, all right, well, I need to pay the bills. Um, I used to do meth, but uh, now now I'm an actress. I'm Fuller House again, <laughs> dude. Yeah. They look fucking busted. Oh my well, god. Don't keep it, keep in mind though. Aunt Becky needs all that fucking money to pay her legal bills for fucking bribing like that fucking college interest scam. For bribing everybody. Now oh, she's shit. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, Hollywood scandal. Scandal in the White House. Oh, man. Uh, speaking of scandalous, Tom, what are you drinking right now? Come on. I hope you're going to impress me. What are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking a bitch drink. I'm drinking a cashew orange. It's, it's, it's more French than bitch, but yeah, it's, it's a pretty good solid drink. Cassis is okay. It just depends uh, on how much Cassis you put in it. I poured it pretty strong. All right. Good man. Good man. I'm drinking a gin and tonic, and I'm drinking, what's this bottle say? Hendrix gin. Jimi Hendrix. Yes, dude. That's how I fucking roll, man. If you're going to drink a gin and tonic, you got to drink it with Hendrix, dude. They should be our fucking sponsors, dude. I've drank four fucking bottles. Maybe five. This is the fifth bottle of Hendrix I've drank last month, dude. All of April, dude. I was fucking sucking that shit like milk from a titty, dude. I was fucking drinking that shit like crazy. And it was fucking good. And it still is good, man. You can't go wrong with gin and tonics or Hendrix. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So, Tommy. What's up? Uh, Last time I talked to you, I was doing Japanese Jane Fonda, but I've uh, kind of stepped up my game, and I left my apartment for the first time in pretty much 40 days, dude. Like, I've gone outside just to take out the garbage, to pick up my mail from the mailbox, and to very quickly go to the supermarket incognito with a mask, sunglasses, gloves on, trench coat, the fucking works and shit, just to buy fucking milk and eggs at the supermarket, which is right around the corner from where I live, right? So I've barely gone outside. But last night, last night at midnight, I did a midnight run, man. I became a night rider, dude. I got on my fucking bike last night, and I fucking cruised around the city for about an hour, dude. And it was good, man. It was so good to get out of the fucking crib and ride my bike around the city that I love, fucking Tokyo, man. I was bombing hills, dude. I was fucking, there's nobody there, dude. I was fucking riding in the middle of the street and shit. It was fucking great. So now I am going to be a night rider just to get exercise. But the thing is, riding around the city just for a bike ride, it's not boring, but, you know, it's not that great. So guess what I did? I called up Pee Wee, who works at both of our sponsors, one Gamuso, the other one is Mitsuya Liquors. And I called up Pee Wee and I was like, yo, Pee Wee, man, I'm fucking riding my bike in the middle of the night and shit, and I need a mission. And he's like, well, what do you mean you need a mission? And I was like, dude, if I'm going to ride my bike, dude, I need something to do. I need something to, to do, you know? And he's like, well, what do you have in mind? And I was like, all right. 
you work at Mitzia. Mitzia is our sponsor, which ha- which is a liquor store that has over 300 different kinds of beers. So what I want you to do is I want you to buy me one beer. Impress me. Surprise me. Delight me with one beer. Anything. IPA, lager, white beer, whatever. And, and buy that beer. Put it in your mailbox. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to ride my bike from Nakameguro all the way up to Asagaya, and I'm going to go into your mailbox, pick up that beer, and I'm going to drop off the cash for that beer in the mailbox. So I'm supporting our sponsor. I'm getting exercise, and I'm riding my motherfucking bike in the city, dude. At, but, but, but I'm riding it at night when there's nobody else on the streets. Nobody. What do you think? Pretty good, right? I guess it's all right, man. I guess. I mean, I guess you got to fucking invent shit to keep yourself sane. I just needed exercise, man. I can't I can't fucking do that Jane Fonda shit anymore, dude. I did it a couple of times and it was great, but it's just, I was just fucking bouncing around and shit. And I was just like, oh, my God, dude. You know what? I, I got to get on the bike, dude. Fucking I'm a biker, man. I fucking ride a BMX. And fucking I've been doing that shit for fucking years, riding that shit all over Tokyo. And that was the one part of my life that I really, really, really miss throughout this whole coronavirus bullshit, dude. Yeah, staying inside for me is cool. Painting, reading, fucking hanging out with my wife, fucking trying to avoid Netflix is good. But the thing is, I really needed to get on that bike, man. I needed to do it. And so I figured out a way where I can do it and do it in a safe way. Yes, I'm wearing a gas mask. No, I'm not wearing uh, goggles, but I am wearing gloves. So I think it's pretty safe. What do you think? You're going to buy a hazmat suit as well? No, but I'm wearing a condom. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's all I need. Uh, man, how about you, man? What's new with Tommy? Nothing much, dude. Same fucking shit every day. I just fucking, I made some nice uh, chicken with, uh, what was it? Fucking honey mustard sauce today. That was about it. Man, you got to get yourself a bike and ride at night. You're going to be a night rider, just like Johnny, because you are going to be a fat fuck in a couple of weeks dude now that you're completely locked down dude and spaghettios and shit dude oh man tommy you better be careful uh dude i'm doing baby curls the stuff where i pick my son up and wing him around you should throw him like a football there you go right <laughs> hey honey think fast catch i'm sure my wife would love that I'm sure oh, the kid man. would love it he's flying through the air oh he'd love it yeah he's a tough kid man Tough kid. I've seen him a couple of times. Not in person, but I've seen him. He's a tough kid, man. Tough with a capital T. Oh, man. So um, so what do you want to talk about? Yeah, You showed me a picture of the, the coronavirus chick thing. Yeah, I, I, saw, I, I came across this on the internet. I thought it was kind of interesting. I'm like, yeah, this is kind of like, you know, this is up our alley. Like, you know, fucking kind of dark, twisted humor. The fucking Corona Chan. The Corona Chan. The Corona-chan. Yeah. Now, okay, when I first saw this image, all right, Faders, about two hours ago, I was doing some drunk Zoom thing with a bunch of friends, right? And Tom sent me an image saying like, yo, I got this for the show tonight. And I was like, holy fuck, I'm already kind of fucked up and shit. And we got a show tonight? Oh, my God. So I took a picture. I looked at this picture, right, of the uh, the Corona-chan, the coronavirus mascot. And, and when I first looked at it, I was like, oh, my God, Japan did not do this. No way. But then I looked a little bit more closely, and then I don't think Japan did this. Tom, can you please describe this image? 
Yeah, okay, so we've got this, like, it's basically a cute anime character who's in a schoolgirl uniform, because of course she is, which is green, and she's green, she's got no hair, and she's got the weird fucking virus spikes coming out of her fucking head. She looks kind of like an alien, she's got, like, giant red eyes, too. And, uh, yeah, she's she's in a no- pretty normal sailor schoolgirl outfit that was, like, the, the top is white and the skirt is green. And uh, she's holding up. She's got the fucking board with a nail through it that's like all bloody. And, she, and and if you look in the background, you can see the Olympic mascots have been murdered. Yep. Yeah. When I first saw this, I was like, "Oh my god, Japan did not do this." And then I looked a little bit closer, and it's all written in Japanese and with perfect English translation of the Japanese. And then I knew it was not a Japanese person that did it. No way. And then I like because like all right. If there's any kind of a mascot in Japan for any kind of a city or anything, it's always only in Japanese. And if there is some kind of an English translation, even just a little bit, it's always a little bit fucked up, right? And this, a little this, bit. Yeah, <laughs> quite a bit. A little bit. All right, all right, all right. Fucking. All right. Anyway, so fucking this translation is fucking perfect. And then I was like, whoa, that's not usual. And then I looked at the animation character of this girl, and she's wearing this uh, schoolgirl uniform that's like kind of sexy and it's kind of like the sailor one and whatever. But she's like, she's done in an anime way. But it's too anime, right? And when Western people do an anime figure, they do it anime style, but they always do it a little bit too much, a little bit too much detail, a little bit too much work. Like they they take it and they perfect it, right? Where it's just like too much, right? You can kind of tell, right? So anyway, I started looking at the details of this character and I was like, no way. Fucking, I think an American guy or a Canadian guy did this, dude. I think that's what happened. The shading's too perfect. The eyes are too big. They're too perfect. They're too set like the anime S style, like in like our perspective of how it is or whatever. And then even her weapon is a little bit too Western. She's got a fucking, she's got a fucking two by four with a big like nail stuck into it, right? Like the one that went through Jesus' hand or some shit, right? So it's just too fucking hardcore. I was like... Nope, this is westernized. Definitely westernized. I mean, yeah. So I think this thing is a, I think it's a Fugazi. Yeah, yeah, man. But I'm, yeah, I'm. Okay, I'm, not, I'm not, I never said this was like real or legit or anything. I just, I just saw it and thought it was kind of funny and fucked up, and I thought it'd be like up our alley for doing a show. I'm giving it a look. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, but it says the English reads introducing Corona Chan likes big parties world travel and murder avoid corona chan stay home keep a safe distance from others and follow medical guidances you could say the same thing for aids yeah (laughs) (laughs) don't touch her with your dick (laughs) and if you do wear a condom wear two (laughs) (laughs) Woo! yeah man uh yeah Anyway, I, I think it's cute. I think it's adorable. I think it's great. Um, Tom, that should be your next tattoo. By the way, Tom, I don't know about so, you, but I've been getting deep. As I said it a couple episodes ago, I've been getting really deep into YouTube, man. I'm fucking trying to watch videos that I normally wouldn't watch and shit. And you know what I'm watching now? What's that? 
prison tattoo videos and documentaries, dude. Fucking just all yeah. these fucking weird prison tattoo documentaries. I had no idea there's so many prison tattoo documentaries, but for some reason, it's floating my boat and shit to the point where fucking last night, I'm fucking faded out of my mind. I fucking had like, I don't know how many fucking vodkas and shit. And I'm just like, you know what? I could probably make one of those guns. <laughs> So anyway, I was thinking about making a tattoo gun and then fucking starting doing tattoos. But I was like, dude, fuck that, dude. We're just going to go to a professional. So how about this? After this show, after this show, God damn it, no. After the pandemic, you and I get tattoos. Which oh, yeah. is also what do you, what after the show. Huh? What, what, what are you thinking? Well, probably a swastika for you. And for me, maybe a heart that says mom or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm joking. Thing. I'm joking. Of course, yeah, yeah. Bust your balls a little bit. Yeah, well, well, why not? Why, why not get bloody barbed wire around your bicep or some shit like that? Jesus, man. No, 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 no. But anyway, yeah. Fucking, I don't know, man. Fucking, for some reason, I just feel like getting more ink, dude. It's been a while. I mean, I don't need it. I've, I've already got more than enough. You've got a couple and shit. But anyway, yeah, I'm fucking tempted to getting like another tattoo. It's so weird. I mean, at this fucking no, this I, stage of I, the I, game, I probably should not even be thinking of that kind of shit. You know, I'm like, well, I'm fucking in my 40s. I already have like, what, 9, 10, 11 tattoos or some shit. And fucking it's something I don't really need. But now it's just, I don't know, man, because I'm in isolation. I'm watching all these documentaries and shit. I'm just like, huh, why not? Why not get some fucking yeah. ink? Why? Hey, you know what? Fucking hey, dude, you gotta support it's, 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 the local fucking, tattoo I mean, artist, man. What? 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 Yeah. No, it's because it's because like yeah, dude, that's like that's just fucking mind watering because wandering because you've got so much fucking time on your hands. I mean, I get it. Yeah, dude. I mean, I haven't like shit, dude. I, I always said I was gonna get more tattoos, but I haven't like actually seriously considered it in years. Because like the, the the I've got, I've only got two. I've got like. I've got one thing I got was eight, when I was 18, when I when I just graduated high school, and then another one I was 19. Like, after that, I was done. 18 and 19? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I got my first one when I was, yeah. I think, 14. I, 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 I was in to get more, but... Hello? Yeah. Hello? Can you hear me? Hmm. Yeah, no. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. Right, yeah, yeah, I'm cool. listening. All right, yeah, yeah. All right. no, I'm listening, but I'm just like, yeah, just I don't know how to respond to that, but yeah, here's our fucking next tattoo idea, Corona Champ. I'm sure that'd be real fucking popular. Oh, God no, with the Fuck ladies. That, no, absolutely not, Corona Chan. Dude, I would not get Chronichon if you fucking paid me, man. Fuck that, dude. But the thing is, you got to support your local tattoo artist, man, because those guys are hurting. Although they do make a lot of fucking money. They do make a lot of fucking money. If you're paying fucking like hundreds of dollars for a fucking tattoo. Yeah, they probably don't need the money. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm sure they got expensive habits, so you got to support them. Anyway, so you know I, I'm I'm, I'm going to get a tattoo on my dick, man. That's what I want. I think I'll get a fucking accordion on my dick, you know. Why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> I'll show, show, show it to my wife and see if she likes it. If she doesn't like it, then well, oh, no, that's a bad idea. No, I'm just joking around, man. You can claim the accordion by yourself, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, man, I think we should get into the news, man. Okay. All right. How about this? We're going to go old school on this, right? Back in the day, way back in the day, we did junk in to see who fucking read the first story. So why don't we fucking bring the tradition back and read some fucking news 
after Junkin. What do you think? All right. Let's go for All right. it. You got All it? Right. Here we go. On three. Go. Sai Shoda, go. Junkin, go. Wait, am I fucking that up? Dude, I'm kind of fucked up. I, I've already had like two white Russians and a gin and tonic. I'm on another gin and tonic. Wait. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. And, if, and, if, and if we throw the same thing, you, 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 you shake it one more. You I go to show. I go to show. Okay, it's, it's been a while since I've been hanging out with like high school girls. All right, hold on a second. All right. All right, I got, I got scissors. What do you got? Well, you're not even fucking showing me. Wait, all right, fucking, you got scissors, I I got scissors. All right, all right, when you do it, all right, all right, listen here, motherfucker, when you do it, you got to fucking put your hand in front of the camera so I can see it, right? Because if you don't do it in front of the camera, I can't see it. Okay. All right. All right, okay, here. Sai shoku, junkin, poi. Oh, shit, so you smash me. Which means you win. Wait, does that mean you read first or you don't read first? We didn't establish this at all. Man, we are fucking up this episode. Uh, I'll just go. First. I'll just go first. Okay? okay, sure. Go first. Go first. Go first, Tommy. Okay. Uh, real quick, actually, real quick before I read my stories, I want to follow up one. Uh, remember last time we did in the news, we had that dick bag that uh fucking knifed that realtor lady that was shown in an apartment and stole her car and her, her purse. Oh yeah, that piece of shit. Yeah. 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 I, I found an ar- article that has more details with it. I'm not gonna don't don't worry. I'm not gonna read the whole thing because it's not necessary. Because it's a lot of redundant information. But blah blah blah. blah. Okay, but here's this quote. Like, yeah, it's, it t- talks about his job. Until the end of March, I was working at a Fuzoku business in Osaka Prefecture, said Yuki Nishiyama, in referring to the commercial sex trade. With the continuing coronavirus pandemic, I can't work. Wait, so this guy was a pimp, or was was he like a desk jockey? It doesn't say he could have been a pimp, he could have been a bouncer, or he could have been a rent boy. You know what I think this guy was? This guy's such a piece of shit. He's probably the guy that cleaned up all the cum. I'm the cum cleaner. I don't have a job. <laughs> this coronavirus, okay. it took my job. <laughs> Who's cleaning up the cum? Nobody, because there's no cum in this fucking whole house. <laughs> yeah, he was a spooge mopper. A spooge mopper. Well, fucking now he's in prison, fucking making his own spooge by himself. All right, dude. Yeah, all right, so so fuck, th- fuck this guy. Also, he said like when he stabbed that, uh, that uh, nice lady in the back that was shown in the place, he punctured her lung, too. Oh, my God. That's fucking horrible. So, all right, dude. Uh, was that your story? That was it? No. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. That, okay. I, just, I just wanted to do a follow-up oh, on okay. that. That's I, thought, cool. I thought it was All right. But, all right. Cool. All right. Read all on, right. Tommy. Here's my first story. Man who lost job due to coronavirus breaks into store to steal instant noodles. I kind of feel awesome. sorry for this guy. I mean, if yeah. he's fucking breaking into a store just to steal some fucking instant noodles that cost like what a buck fifty, this guy was really fucking hurting. <laughs> this sucks. This sucks. <laughs> you think? Uh, yeah, man. Maybe uh, he maybe he just sort of fucking waited for that thousand bucks to come that Abe, that uh, Abe and the politicians are gonna give us. Dude, oh. fucking the thing is, nobody's got the fucking forms yet for that shit. They announced that fucking, like, what, three weeks ago? Like, we're going to give everybody a thousand bucks in Japan. That's going to be great. We're such a great government. And then they didn't do shit. Toshima Ward losing his job due to the no 
What? Are you reading? Dude, huh? we can't hear what? you. Dude, we can't hear you. What? Huh? Ground control to Major Tom. We can't hear you, dude. I'm here, man. Yeah, I'm here, man. All right. All right, I'll just start over. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, please. so this dude's having some hard times. Man who lost job due to coronavirus breaks into store to steal instant noodles. Okay, Tokyo Metropolitan Police have arrested a man in his 60s who allegedly broke into a store in Toshima Ward after losing his job due to the novel coronavirus pandemic, reports NHK. At around 2 a.m. on April 23rd, the man, who was not named, allegedly broke into the grocery store and stole about 20 items, including instant ramen, rice, alcohol, and vegetables, valued at <laughs> around 10,000 yen, or 100 bucks. Quote, I was hungry after I lost my job due to the coronavirus. Uh, uh, the Mejiro police uh, station quoted the suspect who had stuffed the goods into a backpack. During the incident, the suspect triggered a security system. Officers have, arriving at the scene arrested the suspect. According to data from the Ministry of Health, uh, Health Labor, and Welfare, Welfare, the number of coronavirus infections in Japan rose by 172 to 14,000 on Monday. The figure has been trending down. Exactly one week before, it was up to 345. It's because they're not testing anybody anymore. <clears throat> People are getting sick and shit. Dude, fucking the people that go to the fucking hospital, fucking they can't get tested and shit. So fucking they don't even know if they have it or not and shit. It's all fucked up over here. They want to keep the numbers low. But anyway, I say this guy fucking he's not a criminal. He's a guy that's doing anything he can to survive. And he stole a hundred bucks worth of shit. Instant noodles, dude. He's getting the, he's just getting the fucking bare necessities and shit. I say shame on this well, fucking he, company. Well, he did he did steal some booze too. Well, but, fucking, uh, dude, that's a necessity. This is Tokyo. This isn't fucking Utah. No, fuck that, dude. I, I blame the fucking supermarket, dude. Shame on fucking them for pressing charges on this fucking poor guy, whoa, dude. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Read between the lines, Johnny. The suspect was a man in his 60s and was not named. Meaning the fucking manager, the owner of the supermarket, probably showed up, heard his story, and was kind of like, eh, just let him keep it. Oh. You think that's, that's, that's what happened? It's like they, they, they didn't because it's pretty rare when you read one of these stories and they don't just name the guy. So that says to me that he wasn't booked. So either the cops had sympathy or maybe it was the owner. If, if like the owner or manager shows up and, you, and just goes, you know what? Fucking let him go. We're not pressing charges. The police won't do anything. Fuck yeah, dude. Okay, all right, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're 100% right. If I was that owner, I would fucking give him a part-time job, like cleaning the floors or something. I'd be like, all right, listen, you can have this food, and I know you're down on your luck, but you know what? Just just mop the floors maybe every day in the morning and shit, and you can work this off, and I'll, I'll, I'll fucking give you some fucking instant noodles and shit. That's what I would do. Yeah, or right, fucking or, or yeah, or stocking the shelves or whatever, something fucking easy. Like any anybody could do that. Yeah, sure. You're Why right. Not? You're right. You're yeah. right. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, fucking a man. Well, I guess this might be a good story then. Wow, that's very unusual for a guy in Japan. All right. Uh. All right. What? 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 I said it's somewhat uplifting. It is kind of uplifting. All right. I'm a people person, man. I want society to be good. Okay, here we go. Uh, speaking of society not being good. Okay, here we go. Um, let's move this over here so I can fucking read this shit. Okay. <clears throat> this story took place in Tokyo. 
Man arrested after stabbing police counselor in Koban in Tokyo. Tom, what is a Koban? That is the police box. There are these like dinky little like, uh, I don't know, like cop shops that are usually like maybe two rooms. That's right. That's right. All right. Here we go. Police in Tokyo on Thursday arrested a 57-year-old unemployed man on suspicion of attempt to murder after he stabbed a 61-year-old police counselor in a Koban, a.k.a., as Tom said, police box. Uh, so does that mean that this police officer can retire early and get medical leave? I don't know. This could be a jackpot for this motherfucker. According to police, the incident occurred at around 9.30 a.m., a little early, Thursday at a Koban in Katsushika Ward, Fuji TV reported. Police said the suspect stabbed the counselor, who is a retired policeman. Why? Why? What? What? Why the fuck is he there? He's there. <laughs> I just cleaned the floors. <laughs> I need the cash. Um, he stabbed the well, policeman. Maybe, maybe. Maybe, like, in this dude's case, like, he didn't, like, how do you say, rise to the ranks officer. So he took, like, kind of an early semi-retirement. They're just like, eh, you know, you're, you're a good guy, but you're getting a little bit old, you know, to be, like, you know, walking the beat and maybe chasing those suspects. So you can get, like, a desk job as a counselor or something. Oh, that's Until, a good like, you reach the Probably. Right. That's probably Probably. Moving on. Who is retired? A policeman. He was stabbed in the back and buttocks. And then the suspect fled with the knife. What? This guy got ass-stabbed. Ass-stabbed. The victim and another... I can't fucking hear a word you're saying. What? It's better than getting ass-raped. <laughs> Don't ass-rape a fucking cop. Whatever you do. Um, the victim and another police officer chased him to his apartment building around 400 meters away where he was taken into custody. Man, if you intend on stabbing a cop, do not do it in your neighborhood. In fact, actually, don't stab anybody. Don't stab anybody. The victim was don't, taken don't, to a hospital. Tom, listen, if you're talking... Ta -ta 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 -ta. When you talk the same time I talk, it sounds like gibberish, man. I can't hear a fucking word you're saying. What did you say? Yeah, I was like, yeah, don't, don't fucking stab any, especially a fucking cop when you're in a fucking cop shop. Yep, don't do it. Okay, the victim was taken to a hospital and his state and is in stable condition. Um, however, now he has two holes in his butt, which could be a good thing depending on how you look at it. The counselor <laughs> who was stabbed said that the man came into the Koban and muttered something about being hyptimized. After his arrest, he remained silent, police said. Oh my God, you think he read like Catcher in the Rye for him to be hypnotized? Eliminate the phonies, Tom. Yeah, so Eliminate the phonies. Yeah, dude. Yeah, there you fucking go. Yeah, he was hypnotized. There was some kind of fucking Manchurian candidate shit where it was like a trigger and he just fucking went off. He just fucking walked in there, fucking stabbed the dude fucking twice. And yeah, just fucking walked off. So you think this is like maybe a larger problem? Some super villain's going to pop up. It's going to be the hypnotizing man or some shit. Well, I don't know, man. Catching the Rye, dude. Like, a lot of people that were Catching the Rye wound up killing, well, musicians and politicians and shit. Maybe this guy was reading, like, an old issue of, like, I don't know, Jump or something. And he read some fucking, like, old Lupin Sansei comic. And he's like, I must stab the phonies in the ass. Two holes for every butt. Two holes for every butt. The phonies. Eliminate the phony. I don't know, man. I'm fucking wasted. Um, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I know what you're saying. Fucking... Yeah, 
Now, now he has two holes in his butt, which is one more than he should have. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Two holes in one butt. That's weird, man. Does that mean if you fart, it's less, it's more quiet, it's less loud? It's more like, I don't know. Or is it, or is it like a double barrel? I don't know. It could be. I don't know. Who knows? All right, time oh, your story. I've got the next fucking internet sensation that could sweep it all would be two girls and two cups delivered by this guy. Oh, okay. I kind of get it. All right, that was great. Very clever. Okay, next story. All right, here we go. Next story. A couple suspected of carrying out quote-unquote dirty bag scam across Japan for years. Hmm. Oh, shit, we got some hardcore criminals here. <clears throat> Fukuoka. In February, Tokyo Metropolitan Police have arrested a 52-year-old man who is suspected of swindling dozens of restaurants by making false claims about cleanliness. Police said that Taro Takeuchi repeatedly falsely told uh, proprietors at restaurants across Japan that his, pan- uh, that his pants became dirty from tables and at their establishments, and he defrauded the proprietors by negotiating compensation. Since July, I have done this more than 100 times nationwide, Takeuchi said, uh, told the police. It appears that he was not alone, although a couple is also carrying out a very similar scam. Okay, yeah, so the above story, we, we covered that one before a while back. Yeah, uh, one that dates back several several years, so this guy just got out done. Kitagushu City. <clears throat> On March 9th, a man and a woman entered a restaurant and... Yahata uh, yeah, Tanashi Ward of Kitakushu City, Fukuoka Prefecture, for lunch. After she placed her bag on the chair, the man shouted to a female staff member, Excuse me, but her bag is dirty. According to the staff member, the man appeared to be in his 50s, the woman in her 40s. The bag was pink and woven with, with a, in a rattan pattern, the staff member said. The bottom was stained with black grease. About the chair, the staff's uh, member added, I couldn't see any dirt, but it felt a little wet, so it probably had been wiped down with a towel. The woman informed the staff that the bag was very important, having been bought for 57,000 yen. As a wedding present, as a wedding anniversary present, they then requested compensation for cleaning. Sensing a scam was unfolding, the staff member declined to pay compensation. She instead told the couple that the restaurant has insurance. According to the employee, the uttering of the word insurance caused the couple to Quickly flee the restaurants. Please show good faith, quote-unquote. By Fuji News Network's tally, the pair dubbed the fraud couple is believed to have pulled this similar ruse at restaurants in Kitagushu's Yahata Tanashi Tahigachi blah 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 Kokoro Wards and Fukuoka City Chuo's Wards since February. Please show good faith. They would request uh, management from the establishments. Some handed over thousands of yen in compensation. Based on the network's research, the couple has moved from Kitakushu to Honshu. February 3rd, they pulled the scam at a hotel in Shimonoseki City, Yamaguchi Prefecture. Four days before that, it was at a restaurant in Yamaguchi City. Okay. Basically, like, it, it's, 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 it goes on. They've, they've been doing it all over the fucking place. And they've gotten some good hauls. One one place paid him one hundred sixty thousand yen, which is like sixteen hundred bucks, dude. dude. Well, Another place gotta... twenty thousand, just like two hundred. So yeah, they... what's that? Well, you got to feel bad for these restaurants and shit. Like in today's day and age, you know, 
all somebody has to do is write a bad review and say like, hey, I went there with this really expensive bag that I got on my fucking, um, I don't know, honeymoon or whatever, and it got destroyed at this restaurant and they wouldn't pay me and these restaurant owners are dicks. If they write that on fucking like the internet somewhere and shit on fucking, well, fucking anywhere on the internet and stuff, a lot of people might not go to this restaurant and might like also jump on the bandwagon and write also equally as bad shit, if not worse and stuff. So fucking bad reviews on Yelp or whatnot could be really devastating to a lot of these restaurants so they gotta bend over backwards to these fucking criminal assholes and shit so i feel bad for the restaurants dude so fuck these people that's what i'm saying yeah. right now well, fuck these people serious, serial scammers so yeah fuck them but uh yeah jesus like yeah especially in japan like they're, they're very serious about the cleanliness i mean if you walk into a restaurant here even though some of these quote-unquote dive bars are usually spotless uh, unless you go to Shimokitazawa <laughs> or certain parts of Shinjuku or Ueno or Ikebukuro. But yeah, usually restaurants and bars are really, really, really clean. But um, yeah, fuck these guys for abusing the system. I mean, that's really fucked up. I feel really bad. Only yeah, a dude. restaurant. I mean, dude, some of our some of our sponsors are restaurants. I mean, we've got two. What we've got kind of got Muso, but we've got uh, Harry's Sandwich Company. But then again, Harry's Sandwich Company makes so many delicious sandwiches. So even if somebody wrote a bad review, I think most people would be like, what? Oh, this guy must be fucked in the head if he didn't have a good sandwich or something. Because Harry's Sandwich Company is like the best. Yeah, dude, that place is really good. But no, but like, yeah, you got you to gotta remember, like, you know, they take cleanliness very seriously in Japan. So like, even like some of these quote unquote dive places are just like fucking immaculately clean. Uh-huh. So, yeah. That that said that said actually you know to, you know what this does bring bring me back to, to like um remember when like uh, we interviewed Connor when when he was visiting oh yeah in Japan? Connor love Connor I wish you'd yeah, come yeah, back yeah. to so, Tokyo like, yeah man he was he was pretty cool but yeah but like I think like didn't like a day or two after I think he went drinking with you and he got wasted and like some restaurant around the corner he decided he just wanted to have one snack before he passed out and he ordered one dish. And he knows he ordered the right dish because he sat there and fucking pointed at the picture on the menu and I said, said, I want that. And they brought him a completely different dish. And then he didn't say anything at the time. He just ate his dish and he was like, fuck it. And he went to pay and complained. He said, I ordered this and you gave me this. And they said, no, you're wrong. And they got all in his face and he goes, fine, fuck you. I'm going to I'm going to give you a one star Yelp review. And they they fucking called the cops on him. Remember that? Well, yeah, but that was also in fucking um, Sancho, not Sancho, it was uh, Kabuki Cho. Was it Kabuki Cho? So, yeah, it was Kabuki Cho. So the thing is, man, if you go to fucking like the shithole of Tokyo and you go to a shitty restaurant there, dude, of course it's going to be fucked up. I mean, Kabuki, well, then again, Kabuki Cho now is a little bit nicer. It's a lot nicer than what it used to be. But still, I mean, yeah, don't go to restaurants in Kabuki Cho, man. <laughs> I mean, you get what you pay for. Kabuki Cho now is fucking dead. We already talked about this because, like, you well, know. Well, now everywhere's fucking dead. But I mean, like, before the fuck-a-rona. My Corona. But anyway, yeah. Okay, next story. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! If you're going to get your fit on, you got to get your fit on in style. 
That's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing, it comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California, that's right. Ghost Town Palmade, get your fade on in style. Proper. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need, and of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, Faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com. That's www.gamuso.com. That's right. Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. He's through. Okay, you ready? Yep, go for it. All right, so uh, we're going to uh, touch up on something we talked about a couple of days ago regarding stalking. Um, 
Yep, the stalker gets stalked. Man who got suspended sentence for assaulting woman arrested for stalking her again. This story took place in Dasai Tama. Dasai. Tama. Police in Konosu, Saitama Prefecture have arrested a 62-year-old man who received a suspended sentence for assaulting a woman on suspicion of stalking the same goddamn woman. I just, I guess he just couldn't get enough. According to police, Yukio Waida, a temp worker from Kazo in Saitama Prefecture, was arrested on April 23rd for violating the anti-stalking law, which we discussed in a previous episode. Yes, we did. That is true. Um, after he sat in his car for a long period of time outside the home of the parents of the woman who is in her 30s, Fuji TV reported Wada was sent to prosecutors on Monday. Thank God. In January, Wada beat the woman in the face. He was convicted of assault by the Saitama District Court on April 10th and sentenced to two years and six months in prison. Dun, da, da, da. Wait, they dropped the motherfucking ball. The two years and six months prison sentence was suspended for four years in order to stay away from the woman, which didn't fucking work. This suspended sentence shit just doesn't work sometimes. I mean, seriously. Um, police said Weida, while he was in detention before the trial, had written about killing the woman and her relatives. I will repeat that. Police said Weida while he was in detention before his trial, before his motherfucking trial, had written about killing the women in her fucking relatives in a notebook. Consequently, after he was given the suspended sentence, police increased their patrols around the women's family's home. Awita was quoted by police as saying that he had romantic feelings for the woman with his wiener and his fist. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, basically, here we go. Another fatal attraction story. Um, These stories just keep on piling up. We get stories like this fucking every fucking week and shit. Oh, God, this this is... I don't know, Tom. I'm fucking lost for words. I'm going to sip on my gin and tonic while you talk. What's your thoughts? Well, fuck it, dude. We already talked about this because that fucking horrific story about that girl being just stalked and murdered, like, happened also in fucking Saitama. Well, like, even though it was 20 years ago. But again, Saitama police dropping the ball. This, this should have locked this motherfucker up. There is no fucking question. There is no doubt, no nothing. Like, Jesus. And, and, and he fucking wrote about murdering her and her family when he, in a notebook, when he was locked up. Like, yep. how many more fucking red flags? Yep. And the cops are like, the cops are like trying to cover their ass. They said, well, we increased the patrols in that area. You know what would have prevented this? Keeping them fucking locked up. Yep. Absolutely, man. I think, I think, buy, all right, all right. In the States, when you buy a pistol, like let's say you go to like a fucking gun shop and you want to buy a fucking pistol. Uh, well, not all states are like this, but in most states, you go to buy a pistol. You're like, okay, I want to buy a nine millimeter Glock. They're like, okay, cool. That's like fucking $500. You give them $500 and like, okay, you can pick this Glock up in like maybe one month or two months. It's called the cool down period or something. I don't know. Anyway. Ready to go. 15 days. Is it 15 days? It should be longer. But anyway, the thing is, I think stalking should be the same fucking way. If you get busted for stalking 
And if it's like fucking, because some girls go crazy and they're like, he's stalking me and maybe it's not true. But if it's like 100% without the doubt fucking true, I think there should be a cool down period where like somebody should go to fucking jail for at least like 60 days, like two months, right? Because after two months, he gets that fucking stalking bug out of his system or her system. Let's not be sexist, you know? So fucking, I think there should be like a cool down system. But it's got to be without the doubt. There's got to be like a lot of fucking proof to prove that that motherfucker was a stalker. And then, because I mean, after two months and shit, maybe they fucking cool down. They're like, you know what? Maybe stalking's a bad idea. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's where the, the direction they got to go, you know, because fucking this isn't working. Nah, unfortunately, unfortunately, what you're saying, as nice as it sounds, though, but like, nah. Like it doesn't work that way because like fucking stalkers, their their mentality is all fucked up. They see it. They see that as like you know an invasion or a threat to like you know their fucking property, their unrequited love or their love for this person or blah blah blah. And you know it's them against the world. They've got to fucking show everybody that they're, they're true. So that actually a lot of these fucking like issues, like how do you say like how do you say like restraining orders and everything. Like there's an argument that it can make it worse because they that that just pisses them off more. Because, again, they're fucked in the head and they're well, obsessed. Well, restraining order, but you fucking lock them up for two months. You know? Yeah, uh, but again, it's, it's the same thing. You fucking, you're, you're punishing them for from seeing the love of their life and people just go nuts over that. Oh, that if you deprive them, like if you deprive somebody oxygen, oxygen, they want it twice as much or like a million times as much or something. You deprive somebody from like water, they, they're so thirsty they'll do anything for water. So maybe if you deprive them of like, there's stuff. Well, fuck that. What do you do, man? You, I guess you just got to lock these motherfuckers up, you know? Yeah, dude. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. Fucking lock them up, dude. I mean, just like, I think maybe after two, well, what was like, what was he going to get originally? Like two, two and a half years. I yeah. think after that, like at least like, I don't know, maybe this lady could have moved on, like, you know, moved on with her life, gotten a job, gotten married, gotten fucked, you know, out of her parents' house or whatever. So, yeah. Shit. Know. All right, dude, your story. You're up, batter up. So let's uh, let's lighten the mood a little bit because I quite like this one. Japanese swimsuit models holding are hold, now holding online drinking parties with fans to encourage them to stay home. I'm staying home. Yeah, where's my models? Home. You're staying home. Where are they? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. We're married. Uh, yeah, I know. Hey, man, fucking there's free porn on the internet. Yep. And there's booze in my hand. This is true. Okay, here we go. Some of J- Japan's most popular and beautiful gravure models want you to stay home during the spring vacation period. Spring April vacation. 20- spring vacation. Yeah, it is. Like We should probably mention that it is Golden Week where Japan has like a bunch of holidays. Oh, go- shit. Like- that's right. It is Golden Week. Yeah. Yeah, because remember, because last time we did the podcast, you were talking about Showa Day. And then ah. like these... So today and yesterday were actual business days, but then, like, I think from, like, Sunday to Wednesday is, like, all national holidays, and, like, you know, because they're lumped together, a lot of companies, if if things weren't fucked up, a lot of companies will, like, give people time off, or a lot of people do wind up taking use of vacation days to, get, like, you know, maximize, you know, their time up and whatnot. Yeah. But, uh, anyway. Okay, read on. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess they don't want people traveling during this period. Uh, April 29th kicks off the string of Japanese holidays collectively no- collectively known as Golden Week. In contrast to Japan's more traditional vacation periods, Oshogatsu, New Year's, and Oban in early August, 
for which people are expected to go back to their hometowns and spend time with their extended family. Golden Week is a modern convention that was created to give people some much-needed leisure at entertainment time to uh, spend doing whatever they want. Unfortunately, this year, Golden Week is coming smack dab in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic. As people across the nation are being strongly cautioned to stay home and help stop the spread of the disease. But in a country where time off from work is so rare and precious as it is in Japan, how can you, how can you convince people not to stand, head straight for the beaches, shopping centers, and other crowded cluster candidate locations by offering them online drinking parties with beautiful swimsuit models? That's the plan from Gravier Talent Agency RIP. Anyway, with its RIP girls, Sakaba at Zoom Branch Initiative, two of the girls participating are Rina Hashimoto and Tomomi Morisaki. Wait, wait, what do they look like? I mean, are they, like, gorgeous? Oh, they're hot as fuck, dude. Oh, they're hot as fuck. Holy shit. So especially this R- Rina Hashimoto. Yeah, like, um, they've just got, like, normal kind of, like, head and shoulder shots of him in this article I'm reading. Send it to me. Send it to me. Send it to me. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in the show notes. <laughs> I'll send you I'll send you pictures of them. These girls are gravier, which means they have big titties, and they're swimsuit models, which means they don't get naked, but they they damn near do. It's just like faders. Yeah. Thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Faded Japan. We have to close the show early because Johnny and Tom have to look at the internet. <laughs> we got some photos to uh, uh, dissect with our eyeballs. Oh, dude, dude, I'm not, I'm not even joking. This, this girl, like, uh, Tomomi, she's, she's not, she does not look bad at all. But this girl, oh, like, Rina shit. Hashi, oh my she's, god, oh, dude, she's a gatter. She's hottest. Oh fuck. god, oh, this is illegal. Oh my god. Hey, how do I pull off my wedding ring? God damn, I think I need pliers and cut this shit off. Oh yeah. my god, holy, she's online talking to people. Oh man. All right, well. Uh, looks like Tom and I are both getting divorces tonight. And uh, Faders, thank you very much for tuning into this special episode of Got Faded <laughs> Japan. Uh, Tom, uh, you need a roommate? We, we could be bosom buddies. <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, real, real, real quick here, I'll just I'll just go through this show notes. That was a short article. There's a longer article that had a, like a lot of details that aren't necessary. Sorry, but uh, let's see. Yeah, uh, you're gonna do like I just say. So it's one girl, one day. And I think total there are, let me see, nine participating. Sweet yeah, it looks like nine participating. So I mentioned earlier the big name ta- uh, talents. The, the rest of them I didn't look up. And, and uh, yeah, so you, it's a Zoom chat with uh, up to five fans and lasting 30 minutes. And each model holds five parties a day. They only do one day. And they're in a and, bathing suit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, th- they do They do, do it in bikinis. And I just did drunk is... Zoom with a bunch of friends. And you know what? Nobody was in a bikini. Nobody. Yeah. I don't think anybody was wearing uh, pants, uh, though. Yeah. All, oh, and all tickets are pri- pri- priced at 6,600 yen, USD, $62. All right. I'm out. I'm done. I don't have that cash. <laughs> Faders, we do have a Patreon. If you want to support us on Patreon so Tom and I can look at some titties, that would be fantastic. Tom needs titties. <laughs> yeah, more titties in my life. Actually, check out the fucking Patreon. I sent you a bunch of those uh, naughty photos that I, I took, didn't I? Recently. I, I uploaded those. Yes, yes. So, Faders, it's, if you want to see... Tom had some adventures within the last couple of years at... Uh, strip joints that got a little bit illegal. Um, Yeah, check that out. And there's pictures of Tom holding some... Um, 
ladies of the night with uh, night titties in the air. Um, yeah, if you send over the Patreon, you can see those photos. They're uh, they're very interesting. <laughs> My wife was like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "That's not me. That's Tom." <laughs> what she had to say, what she had to say about that? No, she didn't. I'm joking. She didn't see it. No, fucking no. <laughs> If she saw that, I'd be like, oh, that's not Tom. Uh, all big, fat, tall, white, bald guys with fucking bruises under their eyes look the same. I don't know. <laughs> it's Andre the Giant with no hair. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh. Uh, okay, all right. Last story. Is it the last story? I'm, uh, dude, I think it's got to no, be. I'm fucking wasted, man. No, you, oh, you, you got one more and I got one more. Oh, my God. Come on, big boy, you can do it. Oh, fuck you. Um, <clears throat> uh, I mean, yes, of course. We could totally do this. All right, let me just pull this shit up. Oh, this is a good one. Phew. All right. God damn, I love Hendrix Gin. I could drink a Hendrix Gin all day, all night, dude. This fucking shit. They should totally be a sponsor, man. Then again, I don't, I don't know if this company is like conservative or fucking aggressively liberal. I mean, with a bottle like this, with this font... It could go either way. But anyway, fucking great Who fucking great cares about their politics? We don't, like, this is not a political fucking program. No, 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 no. I mean, no, well, exactly. But, I mean, we're fucking, ex- anyway, never mind. Okay, here we go. Last story for Johnny. <clears throat> here we go. Oh, fuck, dude, what the fuck is this? Jesus Christ. Ugh. Okay. All right, this is kind of a sad story, but uh, most of our stories are. Woman conned out of 14.2 million yen in coronavirus scam. Dun, dun, dun. This story took place in Tokyo. A woman in her 70s living in Tokyo's Arakawa ward became the victim of an apoden or telephone appointment. Tom, what is an apoden? The ore ore scams. An ore ore scam. That is correct. Good job, Tom. Okay, telephone appointment scam after receiving a call from a man impersonating her older brother. Now, keep in mind, she's in her 70s, which means her brother must be in his 80s. Okay, which resulted in her being conned out of 14.2 million yen. I can't believe this shit is still happening. Tom, can you believe that this shit is still happening? They've been telling old people, aka senior citizens, time and time again not to trust motherfuckers saying that they're they're your relatives needing money. Why is this happening, Tom? Well, dude, it's pretty simple, man. So these older people, are, they're they're vulnerable. Like some of them are getting kind of older. Their mind's not working as well. And they're kind of not as with it. Oh, I guess you're right. It's fucking it's just, sad. It's, just, it's, it's unfortunate. And like, like these guys are fucking aggressive. They're usually like huge networks of them where they do it in teams. And they just like, they just fucking, you know, fucking ring one old person. They ring the fucking next person. Ring the fucking next one. It doesn't take, they don't care if they're, they're, these guys are fucking animals in more ways than one. They don't care if like they have to fucking ring one. 10, 100, 1,000, fucking, you know, whatever. 10,000, whatever, they get their fucking scam going. That's true. Fuck these guys. According to police, a man pretended to be the woman's brother called uh, between April 23rd and April 27th and claimed he needed cash after losing a suitcase containing important documents for a job related to the coronavirus. 
Uh, the caller added that a male acquaintance whom he would trust would come to her home to pick up the money. The woman handed over a total of 14.2 million yen to the man who visited the residence several motherfucking times. Tom, how much money in USD is 14.2 motherfucking yen? 14.2, dude, that's over a hundred thousand bucks, dude. Yep, it's one hundred thousand four forty thousand. One hundred forty thousand. <laughs> fucked up. Woo! It's one hundred and forty-two thousand dollars. Yeah, man, Holy that's shit. a fucking crazy haul, dude. It is. Uh, the victim's real brother contacted police on April twenty-seventh after hearing from his sister what motherfucking happened. The male suspect who collected the money is about thirty to thirty-five years old with a medium built. Wear, and was wearing a gray tracksuit, had black hair and dark eyes and black eyebrows. That looks just like every motherfucker I know in my neighborhood. But I got to tell you one thing. Never trust a dude wearing a tracksuit. Tracksuits are bad. You I see know, a motherfucker right? wearing a tracksuit, you fucking walk the other way. I know, right? Didn't you watch like, you know, the fucking Sopranos or any other fucking mafioso movie? Yeah, dude. Yep. Absolutely. This guy probably looked like Japanese Polly. Yeah, isn't that was isn't that the kind of the unofficial uniform of like the the guys in the fucking Yakis or the how do you say organized crime syndicates where they're like I don't know how to say this like middle management because they're not the young fucking thugs but like they're not like the fucking big boss either so they're kind of like the middle management guys. No, these guys are just fucking pieces of shit. The yaks they don't wear stuff like this. They wear usually really nice clothes. Even the younger guys they wear flashy clothes. It might not be the nicest clothes but it's flashy. A fucking tracksuit. This is a fucking wannabe of a wannabe. This guy's a fucking piece of shit of a piece of shit. Now if a piece of if a dog took a shit and that fucking piece of dog shit took a shit that would be this motherfucker right here preying on the fucking old and besides gangsters don't do this kind of shit they got fucking pride and honor at least enough but they would never do this kind of shit this is some fucking scumbag shit this is the kind of shit that i hate the most these fucking pieces of shit that prey on the fucking old dude because guess what motherfucker we're all gonna get old Mm. yeah true that true that well maybe not you but true that no i'm joking (laughs) 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 now i'm just fucking busting your chops yo dude i'm sorry man i'm sorry it's not me talking it's the hendrix jimmy hendrix is talking it's not johnny it's jimmy so fucking uh for the rest of the show my name is jenny uh what's uh the next uh story dude yeah but we're gonna close it up okay we're gonna close it off which i I would what i think is probably the most interesting story that just dropped like what yesterday i think Ooh, the most interesting story. Okay, better up. Uh, comedian says pandemic will prod pretty girls into the sex industry. Ooh, and it's a home run. Good job, Tom. Okay, one more time. Could you read that title one more time, please? Sure. Uh, comedian says pandemic will prod pretty girls into sex industry. Um. Yeah, that's a bad thing. But yeah. for you, it's probably a good thing. Okay, read on. <laughs> A Japanese comedian apologized on Wednesday for his recent remarks that men can look forward to seeing, quote, pretty girls entering the sex industry after the coronavirus is over, end quote, as they would need the money and uh, and be obliged to take such jobs temporarily. That's pretty fucked up. (laughs) 
that's, that's, that's a pretty, pretty fucked, fucked up, up thing to say. Like, hey guys, listen, this coronavirus thing is terrible on so many different levels, but don't worry. We are going to have a fucking surplus of prostitutes in the next couple of months. So if you're lonely, oh, Jesus Christ, dude, what a fucking, wait, was he serious or was this a joke? I mean, if it was a joke, all right, wait. Well, either way, either way, I don't think uh, I don't think this made him very popular. No, I will no, probably he, not. But the thing is, all right, all right. If this was a joke, if this was a joke, I think it's fucking funny. If this guy was up there just telling some jokes and shit, it is fucking hysterical. If he was serious, wait, he's a fucking comedian. Of course, it was a fucking joke. Yeah, it was a fucking joke, dude. This guy, I can't believe people are fucking getting their panties in a bunch about this kind of shit. Everybody's so fucking sensitive these days. Yo, dude, you know what, Tom? If anybody listens to this goddamn fucking podcast and shit, which there's fucking a lot of people that do, the thing is... There would be fucking a lot of people be like, I can't believe Tom said that fucking Nazi shit. That's fucked up. I can't believe Johnny said that fucking weird shit. This is fucked up. No, dude, fucking. No, so many people are just so sensitive these days. Yo, you're supposed to make fun of shit that you're not supposed to make fun of. That's why it's goddamn funny. And everybody that's listening to this podcast knows that shit. Because fucking if you're listening to this podcast, you're drinking with us, you're hanging out with us. This right here is like a pool hall in the 1960s. The pool hall in the 1960s is where fucking dudes, like fucking fathers and fucking not even a pool hall, like maybe like a bowling alley and shit. This is where all the dads went to fucking talk about dad shit. You know, they got fucking drunk, talked shit or whatever, talked about their boss, their wife, their fucking kids and shit. That's what got fit in Japan is. We just sit here, we get fucked up and shit. We talk so much crazy shit, and that's what fucking that's why you fucking love it and shit. And fucking the thing is, if this comedian is talking shit about that kind of stuff or whatever, yeah, so be it, man. He's a fucking comedian. He's supposed to. He's supposed to fucking put the fire to the fucking. Well, he's put. Well, he's supposed to start a fire. No, seriously, <laughs> yeah, anyway. fuck this guy, dude. No, fuck this guy. Dude, if you're, I, I get that. There's a lot of fucking dudes that are like Wait, horny. Are you fucking and conservative, all of a sudden. I'm not fucking conservative. I'm just anti-asshole. I get that there's a lot of fucking uh, dudes that are desperate right now. It's probably not a very fun time to be single. There's a lot of desperate dudes stuck at home, just fucking wanking it, wanking it, wanking it a foreign day in, day out. But, like, congratulations. If you think because you, if you see this fucking virus pandemic as a fucking opportunity, then, you know, as soon as it ends, you just walk out the door and go and shout out, all right, which one of you desperate bitches needs some cash? Who wants to suck my dick? Tom, 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 Tom. The person that told me. The person that told me to read between the lines is not reading between the lines. Dude, Tom, he's a comedian. He makes fun of the things you're not supposed to make fun of. That's yeah, what but they do. A... That's their fucking job. Yeah, no shit, but the, the fucking deaf touch. This isn't like fucking. This didn't exactly do him any favors, man. Well, dude, a lot of times, well, right now we're living some sensitive times and shit where fucking everybody is so offended by it. Yo, Tom, guess what? If you grew out your hair, if you grew out your, well, I mean, you don't have any hair, but if you grew out some hair and if you fucking like made it like, uh, I don't know, like in a jerry curl or you fucking like uh, maybe like curly and stuff, people might be like, yo, Tom's racist because his hair's curly. It looks like a jerry curl or some shit. Dude, right now, fucking people are fucking pointing the finger at fucking anything and any everything 
just to say somebody is fucking like racist about whatever, about like anything, about like Chinese, about Asians, about fucking uh, any nationality or whatever and stuff, dude. People just want to fucking make fun, uh, want to fucking take down anybody that's making fun of anything and shit. It's so- not fucking funny to like a lot of p- fucking people that are seriously struggling right now, dude. I'm serious, man. Wait, what, what does that even fucking mean? You're, wait, you're 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 What's, worried about those prostitutes? Getting, getting offended because people are like some people because of this fucking pandemic shit are in fucking hot tough spots and they're probably not fucking happy. So yeah, so I, Takesh, dude, I'm defending the comedians. Let me finish the fucking articles and then we can talk about it, okay? I'm defending Taka- the comedians. Takashi o- Okamura, who sparked controversy after making the remarks last week. Uh, uh, sorry, during a weekly midnight live radio show he hosts, said he deeply regrets them in a statement posted on, on his website, uh, on the website of Yoshimoto Kogyo Building Holdings Company, to which he belongs. Okamura, 49, who forms the two-man comedy unit 99 with Hiro- Hiroyuki Yabe, said that the remarks without consideration of the circumstances in the world and adding that they were extremely inappropriate toward people who are in a tough position. During the all-night Nippon radio show broadcast uh, by Nippon Broadcasting System, Inc., in the early hours of last Friday, Okamura made the remarks in uh, question after reading a comment from a listener who complained about being unable to use services in the sex industry due to the pandemic. Quote, here's this quote, God will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear, he said, and added, after the coronavirus is over, something absolutely fantastic will occur. You you will think, I've never seen a girl like this in the industry after the coronavirus is over, so please hold on, save your money now for use in the Fuzoku sexual entertainment services after the pandemic is gone, he quit. Dude, fuck this guy. Now he's trying to fucking wrap it up in some weird fucking religion as well. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you a question. It's creepy and not fucking funny, and it's highly fucking offensive. Oh, well, fuck being inoffensive, dude. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Dude, our whole fucking show is offensive, man. So fucking... I realize that. So, all right, let me ask you a question. Was this guy who is a comedian, was he being serious or was it a bit? I don't even know, dude. So I don't even know what to fucking think of his quote because he's talking about he's, he's inserting Bible quotes in there. So I don't even know what to fucking tell you. Well, maybe it's a fucking bit that went south, dude. Sometimes fucking comedians, they fucking like do a bit and the bit goes south. I'm giving it, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. I'm saying this guy's a comedian. He tried to do something funny and it fucking wound up south, right? And when that happened and shit, he's like, oh, fuck, dude. You know, fucking in my mind, this seemed kind of funny. The premises was kind of funny and shit, but fucking I dropped the ball and it just sounded kind of shitty and stuff. And then he apologized. But the thing is, dude, you got to defend comedians, man. It's a comedian's fucking job to laugh at the things that you're not supposed to laugh at. I agree, but in a funny, in in a fucking funny, well spoken with a deft touch, man. This is just this is just shitty. It's not funny. It's not good. It's just weird and creepy. No, dude, it just it didn't fucking land, dude. Fucking okay. You, 
in the fucking court of public opinion, it obviously didn't fucking land because he's oh, going. Oh God! In today's fucking world, dude, dude, if I fucking tell a fucking fart joke, somebody somewhere is gonna get offended, and they're gonna start this fucking oh, campaign. Like, oh, he's making fun of people that have farting problems, and there's a lot of people that have farting problems, and they can't go outside, they can't buy groceries or milk, and they die, they starve to death at home because they're so embarrassed to fucking fart in public. It's a terrible thing. Yeah, dude, this fucking shit just compounds and compounds and compounds. Dude, I'm just saying this guy, I'm not, I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't hear it, but I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt saying he made a fucking joke because he is a comedian and fucking it didn't land and it fucking sounded inappropriate. But the fucking thing is, dude, sometimes you make jokes when you're a comedian and it doesn't fucking land, dude. Listen to some of the fucking shows that you've been on, dude. You sent some pretty fucked up shit. Yeah, I probably did, but like, yeah. What if somebody uh, took that shit out of context, dude? And they're like, well, dude, Tom hates Eskimos. That's fucked up. They're fucking... They if have somebody to... took it back, if somebody took a remark I made out of context, I would say, no, you took it out of context. Here's the thing Here's the thing with people saying they take it out of context. You explain what the context was for the joke. Because too many times, like, you know, somebody says something offensive and they say, my remarks were taken out of context. And then they don't go back and explain what the context they said them when it was to make sense of them. But this is Japan. It's a different culture, man. Oh, whatever. Oh, that's... That's irrelevant. See, this is what happens when Tom doesn't drink enough during the show. Tom, you're getting too aggressive, man. Just relax. Just chug that shit. You're still drinking the same drink. But anyway, yeah. Well, I'm saying thumbs down. I'm saying this is a lame bit. I think you're trapping the ball. Sky. Well, no. Anyway. I don't say fuck this guy. I say fucking, I don't know enough about this fucking situation and shit. This guy's a comedian. He made a joke. It didn't fucking land. People got offended. I mean, shit, dude. Dude, fucking... Then again, that's the best. That's the beauty of a podcast. If people get offended about Got Fitted Japan, they're like, hey, Tom said the word retarded. Tom said Eskimos are fucking crazy for living in snow castles or whatever. Fucking the thing is this, man. The thing is, what's going to happen? Are you going to get fired from the show? No. If people get offended and they make a big fucking stink, we're going to get more fucking listeners and downloads, dude. We already have a lot, but we're going to get a lot more, dude. <laughs> You're just like last week. You were the fucking same person that told me shot culture is over and dead because like everything's been done already. Wait, did I say that? I was kind of fucked yes, up. Did. When you when you when you were drunk, of course, it was just like a week or two, and I was kind of like, okay, Johnny. No, no, no. I doubt that. Um, all right, you're trying to fucking throw this shit in my face and stuff, and it's not gonna work, man. Your shit don't stick. All right. Well, faders, thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Fitted Japan. Um, I do want to say that we have a very, very special song at the end of this show. The song is called No Morte. No Morte. And it's by the band The Calvareus. <laughs> the Calvareus. And it's on their CD, Hell Will Decide. And it's actually a song that I got from uh, a friend that I just made about about an hour and a half ago on a Zoom drinking, a drunk Zoom kind of thing. But anyway, it's a great song, I'm sure, and we're all going to listen to it together and stuff. It's going to be fantastic. Once again, it's called No Morte. This song is fucking awesome, hopefully. Fingers crossed. I'm sure it is. Fucking the people I was hanging out with is pretty awesome and stuff, so I'm sure it's good. Tom, are you cool? Yeah, I'm cool, man. And once again, faders, don't forget to check out our Facebook page and our Instagram because we be posting shit on that. Uh, two or three times a day, every day. That's Non-stop. right. 
Yep. And we've got the Patreon. If you send up for the Patreon, there's all sorts of shit that's on the Patreon. We've got uh, photos of Tom and his adventures at a strip club with prostitutes. And uh, we got tons of extra bonus shows and bonus interviews and all that jazz and stuff. It's absolutely fantastic. Very exciting. And it only costs, what, $5 a month? That is crazy. That's like buying one of us a drink every fucking month. Dude, if fucking you come to Japan, we will buy you a drink every fucking half an hour and stuff. So fucking do us the favor and we'll fucking pay you back and stuff. And because you all should definitely come out to Japan and drink with us. Yes, I'm faded. And yes, I'm loving it. And yes, this is a great episode. Tom, is there anything you want to say before we call this shit? Quit. No, that's about no, that's about it. I think uh, next show we're looking forward to. Uh, you are going to do a story uh, about a band you researched in Japan. That is right. That is yeah, right. So I'm, I'm kind of looking. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to this because I'm sure you'll come up with something interesting. Well, and, actually, Tom, uh, and, and then after that, the episode after that, I'll we'll do we will we will do another double barrel murder podcast. Uh, Tom, to be honest, I'm a little bit nervous. I'm really nervous because you set the bar really fucking high. Really, really fucking high, dude. You've done so many true crime murder stories in Japan, and you've done them so well that the bar is, like, fucking way up here, and I'm, like, way down here, dude. You're, like, fucking... I don't know. You're, like, uh, Luke... uh, Well, fucking... You're fucking high, dude, but I'm just not that high, so I'm just, like, uh... Shit, well, fucking do it. I'm fucking wasted right now. See, this is the difference between you you and me, Johnny. You went to fucking art school. That's why you see your fucking painting... Me, I was an English major. This is literally what I was trying to do, is fucking read stuff and write a fucking paper on it. Uh, what? No, this is because I'm a fucking English major, dude, because you went to art school and you're not a fucking pain and shit. Me, like, this is what I do. You fucking read stuff and you research shit and you write a fucking paper on it. This is what I was trying to do. What did what, you say? What, one more time. No, I said, you, you, you are a fucking... Seriously? What? Dude, I'm sorry, you're breaking up. All right, so I was I was saying, man, like this, like see, you are a fucking artist, and you went to a fucking art school, and you're learning how to fucking paint. Tom, Tom, can you say that one more time? No, you know what? Never mind. Tom, Tom, wait, 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 you're breaking up. Can you say that one more time? No, dude, never mind, never mind. <laughs> dude, I'm just fucking with you, dude. Yeah, I know, man. It's fucking anyway, yeah, time. you're a major, you're an English major, and you're fucking good at what you do and stuff. Fucking, you're fantastic, and that's why the bar is so fucking high, and I'm so fucking low when it comes to this kind of shit. Visually, I fucking got it. Utterly, well, we'll fucking, well, we're gonna see, we're gonna see, because this band that I'm covering is fucking the shit, dude, and it's a band that's fucking. You know what? I think this band that I've covered is an underrated band. I think in history, in the next like 10 years, I think people are going to realize how fucking awesome this band is and how important this band has been for um, not just Japanese music, the Japanese music industry, but globally for the global music industry. These guys have just been fucking complete geniuses that have revolutionized music time and time and time again and fucking most people don't even know of them like fucking once i see this they, then again they're faders fucking you faders on there you fuckers you know what the fuck i'm talking about and shit when i say the name of the band which i'm not gonna say right now but when i say the name of the band you guys are gonna be like oh yeah in fact you guys probably know more about this shit than me and i've been researching this shit but 
Yeah, yeah, these guys are fucking fantastic. And I think I really need to give a shout out to these guys. So fucking that's why I want to do the, a special episode just for this band. Because these guys are fucking spectacular. And no, it's not shown a knife. Just in case <laughs> any of you fuckers are like, wait, is it shown a knife? No, it's not shown a knife. Although shown a knife is pretty cool. All right. I, I, so I guess we got that to look forward to. So yeah, and then uh, yeah, then then a week from to, a week from today on the following Friday we'll do another normal normal show with the news and everything. That so, is true. All yeah. right, fucking shit. On that note, fucking faders, thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Faded Japan. Um, once again. I will say we do have a Patreon. Please sign up for the Patreon if you can. It really, really, really does help us out. Um, Tom's a security guard now, and um, I'm pretty much jobless. <laughs> I might be a security... Tom, um, I need to give you my resume in the next... Uh, I think I can go two... I, maybe I can stretch it to three months. So in three months, I'll give you my resume. But, uh, yeah, um, if you can sign up for the Patreon, it's five bucks a month and stuff. That's totally awesome. If you can't do that, definitely give us a five-star review on iTunes. That's fucking cool, too. And, um, yeah, and if you can't do any of that, well, thank you very much for tuning into this episode. Um, we appreciate that as well. Appreciate that as well. And, um, yeah, we're going to do this show again. Uh, we're, uh, what, Monday, Sunday? When's the next fucking show, dude? Is it Sunday or Monday? Monday. Fuck, dude. Monday? Fuck, dude. Well, we're going to do the show on Monday. <laughs> we'll see you there. Faders, thank you very much. We'll see you then. Peace. Bye-bye.
her goddamn shit so convince her. Well, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Huh? God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.